Yo, what up? Welcome back to another episode of the Ultra Tier Podcast. We are back with like a, a with a, a new little episode, just a new little cute little episode. We have Raphael in studio today, so I'm not talking to myself. Hey, everybody. I think last week I talked to my... Oh, no, no. We did Falcon no, Winter Soldier. No, we did Falcon Winter Soldier. Okay, about? that's true. I'm week. sorry. I apologize. Um, <laughs> and we have a uh, nice, uh, you know, studio audience today. We have Raphael's uh, little brother in. So he'll be doing the additional claps and, you know, every <laughs> the things that audiences do. Say the <laughs> oohs, the ahs, the... <laughs> um, yeah, but today kind of... Uh, very impromptu i had a, i had a thing planned for multiple weeks and then kind of switched it up a couple days ago told rafa and uh as you can see by the title today we're talking about demon slayer and it's you know in what we've seen we neither rafa or i have read the manga but nope we've seen the first season of the anime i've seen it like three times and uh, we I watched the movie three times. I've seen the series one and a half times. One and a half times. <laughs> and <laughs> so I've seen it once fully, and then <laughs> I like got halfway through a <laughs> second run through that I started. Yeah, to to get prepared for the movie. But yeah, we um kind of uh to get started. We don't want to kind of overstay our welcome because we have other things to do today. Rafa's triple booked podcast for the day <laughs> yeah um, so got tons of stuff to do today yeah guys. tons of entertainment coming your way <laughs> yeah exactly so uh we're gonna try to kind of run through this but i kind of wanted to preface um kind of this show by saying like spoiler alert yeah d- big time spoiler <laughs> alert for the anime and for um the first movie for Demon Slayer if you haven't seen either of those yet but um this is kind of you're getting we're gonna get kind of two perspectives one from someone who has um don't doesn't have a lot of anime under their belt that they have seen as well in Raphael who's seen this is this is your first anime that you've watched this is the first well technically this is your like because technically you've seen Yu-Gi-Oh and you've seen Pokemon right yeah so this is your third anime Yu-Gi-Oh Pokemon are anime I know, but like they're like um, they're very Americanized, very very American. But they came out yeah. in Japan first, so technically they're they, technically this is your third anime. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. So. I definitely loved Pokemon as a kid. I mm-hmm. definitely love Yu Gi Oh. And yeah. <laughs> we're like on a on a we're kind of reborn. On a we're on a reborn Yu Gi Oh. Uh, thing here <laughs> between our friends. Yeah, which is we kind of started crazy. We, we're playing the card game again, and and we duel like um, like multiple times a week. It's beautiful though. It's just what we're that's what we're the vibe we're on right now. But yeah, what, so the the perspective of you know Rafa having having not watched anime really, you know Yu Gi Oh and 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 uh, Pokemon are very much Americanized, but True. they're anime at their core. But okay, I guess what I'll say is like this is my first like. So, Demon Slayer was the first anime that I saw that was subbed because, obviously, Pokemon here in the states and Yu Gi Oh were were released dubbed, so I didn't ever have to watch them subbed. But, um, but yeah, like this this show, um, I I started seeing it by accident. To be honest, our friend Matt was watching it here in the youth room one day. This is like during the pandemic, so. Uh, we were here working and he was on a break 
And I happened to like glance over and he was like watching something. And I was like, what are you watching? And it, he was like, oh, it's called this. He said Demon Slayer. And I was like, all right, cool, I suppose. And then I, I started like kind of watching it a little bit as I kind of like walked by. And then I, I got on my break and then I started watching it. And I couldn't get off. And like it was weird the way that it ended. So it made me want to keep watching more. And that's how I started watching Demon Slayer. Loved it. Yeah, so it was kind of a, a crazy random thing because, I mean, so many of our mutual friends love anime, like, so much. And so I think we've been really getting our friends into anime, like, at least the ones who really watch it. Like, um, like you, like our friend Yuli, we've been getting him into a lot more anime. He has, like, oh yeah, he's almost like, 10 anime under his belt right now. Like, he's really geez. getting into certain stories. Um, Rafa's, like, second introduction to, like, anime is... Is Demon Slayer, but he's also f- uh, almost fully caught up on Attack on Titan, which is another yep. just insane one I'm that I've talked about on the show. Yeah, and I'm personally just waiting for the dubbed, only mm-hmm. because I started watching Attack on Titan dub. So I want to finish my first run through in dub, and then I'll rewatch it um, subbed. Yeah, definitely. But so we really wanted to kind of like I was like, you know what? Let's just come on here. We've seen the movie together a couple times. We seeing the anime let's 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 give demon slayer it's due and i and i was gonna have an episode centered around music that released in april but to be honest music has been super slow this year like usually i have a good list built up by april and i usually have like a lot of stuff built up in terms of what i love but in all honesty i have not loved a lot of music at all this year (laughs) singles sure full albums not at all maybe like three projects and it's four months in like so i'm hoping summer you know, we get a lot more. I'm hoping, you know, end of the year we get a lot more. But as of right now, music is super slow. So I, I just feel like I didn't have enough content to produce an episode worth of music in April. Yeah. Um, Some announcements from that, though. Yeah, definitely. So I'll talk about those on another episode. But yeah, so this episode dedicated to Demon Slayer. So we're just going to talk about it from, you know, our perspectives and maybe not break down everything about season one, no, but like our not. favorite things about the anime in general, before we jump into the movie stuff. Favorite things about this anime in general. Yeah. Just about demon slayer, like the storytelling, just the way it's different. Cause you're not typically used to this type of storytelling, you know? Yeah. So like what, what stuck out to you that you, that kept you making, like what kept you wanting to watch more? Well, the first thing for me was like, I guess because it's like a, I don't I don't watch stuff like this so Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh are not at all at the rating level of this show so it's like got tons of like bloody stuff and Oh yeah. Very adult. Really adult in content in it. Themes, yeah. And I'm just like, "Whoa. That's crazy." And I don't know why. I mean, I know that animated things aren't necessarily for kids, but I'm like, "Oh man, like that's crazy." Like I just automatically associate animation with like more like innocence. Mm-hmm. And so when I caught Matt watching this and like that kind of intrigued me and I was like, what's going on here? Um, and also just the animation on this is absolutely beautiful. The animation for the animators for this series did an amazing job. And then the movie was even more beautiful, to be honest. Yeah. So I've seen like plenty of anime in my lifetime. Um, I, my resurgence for it probably started maybe like three or four years ago mm-hmm. again. Cause I watched it as a kid and then I didn't watch it for a long time. And then Matt got me into Naruto. He got me to watch Naruto. And then after that, I, my like intrigue 
to look into other anime and just exploded. And yeah. I've seen like so many more since, yeah. since like 2017 or so. Dang. But I, um, so getting into Demon Slayer, I liked it kind of almost immediately. I, I loved the, it's, it doesn't, it's not like the most like insane concept in terms of anime because there's so many demon centric anime. There's so many anime uh-huh. that deal with swordsmen. There's uh, so many anime that, that deal with, you know, the main character's family dying. It's just like the themes and the concepts it presents is not unique and what make it special. But what does make it special is that the, the ensemble of characters that you're, you're kind of meeting along this journey of this boy named Tanjiro yeah. and like his little sister being a demon. Like it, it does enough to keep me intrigued. And, um, sometimes I don't need some extraordinary concept to keep me intrigued because I have a lot of anime that do that for me. Um, that kind of explore insane things that do insane things. But this one, it's very like simple concept, you know, boy, his family dies, wants to avenge, comes demon slayer. And uh, goes on this journey to try to find a cure for his sister. It's like, a, you know, it's not too crazy of a concept. But I think the characters make it really fun to watch. And, like, the world is really cool. And the demon, like, blood art powers are really fun. Um, and the show is, like, one of the most beautifully animated, like, just anime I've ever seen. And season one is, like, super fantastic. Mm-hmm. Especially on rewatch, on my third rewatch, kind of prepping for the movie. Yeah. I was like, holy sh- shit, I forgot how much I loved this anime. And I knew I really loved it after I've seen it the first few times. Because on my first time, I watched it sub all the way through. Right. Second time on my rewatch, I watched it dub all the way through. That was, like, the same year. So I hadn't seen it in, a couple, in like, a year or two. Yeah. Pandemic happened. Movie came out in Japan. Highest grossing movie in Japan. We didn't get it in the States until a year later. Um, and Crazy. so we were very much anxious and waiting for it for an entire year. Um, and so very much impatient on our parts. But, you know, we finally got it. And um, it's I I'm, think the themes go ahead. I'm trying to remember, like, exactly when I started watching this, because I think this must have been like in the fall for me, to be honest. Yeah. I could be wrong. End of last year, maybe. Yeah, I could be wrong, but. I remember, like, I remember it feels recent. So, like, the whole you talking about the movie, like, I didn't even know a movie was coming out until probably a little bit later <laughs> after I finished watching the show. Yeah. And I told you, like, oh, I just watched this anime. And you're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's a good show. And you're like, there's going to be a movie or something. Uh-huh. Like, oh, all right. Yeah. So, this is, you know, I'm, I haven't seen too many anime movies. That's like a whole other experience. So, I, oh, I've seen anime movies but to go to the movie theater and experience that with a crowd of people who love anime yeah you don't know so my first like introduction back to watching a movie in anime is the dragon ball series when they did dragon ball z battle of gods Mm -hmm. and i was like you know that was my introduction the first time ever seeing an anime movie at the movie theater and to see a bunch of people that love anime like you and the whole movie theater go crazy when things happen on screen yeah demon slayer was pretty tame for the record um, you know, if we go I don't know to like if a, it has to do with like maybe like just because like we're still kind of like easing into movie yeah, theaters exactly. here in SoCal. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's the definitely probably plays a factor. Uh, yeah, the movie theater wasn't crazy. Um, but like, and maybe too because uh, most of the movie is spent dealing with like s- like a psychoanalytic drama, like yeah. enter the mind kind of you know Tanjiro's like past mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. Um. But before we kind of like get into the actual movie, 
just like the theater experience was super nice to just be in that environment. I missed going to movies in general. This is is your first experience back to the theater. My, this is my second because I saw Godzilla vs. King Kong. Yeah. So. so the last movie that I saw in theaters was Onward, right before the pandemic, like same for me, affected us here. March, March, yeah. uh, early March, early like March, first week of March. Yeah, I, I saw March sixth or seventh, something like something that like was that. when the movie yeah. released. I think. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I mean, I didn't expect to not be able to watch a movie for so long in the theater. Uh-huh. And so when I came back. I don't even think, I mean, I, I wasn't nervous because, I mean, I already have both of my vaccines, mm-hmm. so I'm good. You have both of your vaccines, yeah, you're good. Yeah, good, yeah. Uh, so I wasn't necessarily nervous or anything, but I was just like, well, what is this experience going to be like? Like, how is this going to now be different from last time that I was here? But for me, it almost kind of almost felt basically the same, except for way less people in the theater. Um, and I like that because I had room to like move around and you don't have to be like oh there's somebody in front so i like to put my foot my feet on top of like the back seats of the seats in front of me so i was i was chilling but it felt really good it felt really good to be back and to hear the sound of a theater oh my gosh and a lot of those parts in that movie chef's kiss you need to hear them in the theater because at home i would definitely not have that same experience exactly so season one of this anime demon slayer probably just like my favorite things before we jump into the mugen train experience um i love the the uh kind of uh the the demon blood art stuff like i said again my favorite characters probably being um uh nezuko and Tanjiro. Tanjiro is just kind of like he's just this he kind of represents this pureness in the world where he in a world full of people who hate demons and demon slayers who despise them and will kill them on sight. Yeah. Tanjiro empathizes with them and he shows compassion and he and it's beautiful because he sees them for what they were before they became demons and he wants them to die as peacefully as they as he possibly can, which is he is stands out in a group of demons. Yeah. There were some episodes during the season. I can't clearly remember all of them, Mm -hmm. but, uh, one that stood out the most was in the series. There's a demon who's like in this, like home, almost kind of like haunted house or something. Yeah. Um, and he kind of like, he's a drum demon or something. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I don't know what what it was called, but, Mm -hmm. um, when Tanjiro defeats him, for every demon, and this is what, like, I kind of think it's kind of funny and kind of weird personally, but as the demon is dying, the demon gets, like, this, like, almost, like, redeeming moment where they get their backstory told or, like, they're remembering something. And it's always about, uh, usually Tanjiro, like, oh, my gosh, this this um, this boy, he killed me, but he has such a sweet tender scent or something like, look, like the, the look in his eyes when he looks at me is so gentle yeah things yeah. like that like i'm not mm-hmm. like at first i was like why would you like make us hate these demons and then like as they're dying you want to like humanize them but the more that i like would watch the series and like finally and like sit with the characters and stuff the more that i was like okay maybe this is like to kind of almost like give us like what tanjiro is like mm-hmm. almost like seeing like 
you know and and they even put like this like really like soft and like innocent music underneath Always. the demons and i'm just like every time at first i was like that's so weird like why would you do that but now i like i i think about it and i'm like oh maybe they want to give us that perspective of tanjiro like this is the guy like who's our hero for the series and mm-hmm. like this is what he sees when he and so sees yeah him. they give they gave this particular character this like super like sad like um backstory and then you know i guess just to show like human weakness and accepting like Mm -hmm. you know the offer of a demon to well you want to be better at this well then become a demon Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. then you know they live their demon lives as long as they've been living and they forget about their humanity and and everything until like tanjiro is like defeating them and they bring he brings back these memories to a lot of these demons yeah i think my favorite example of him seeing something or the demon's kind of seeing the gentleness of him and then finding their own humanity or at least remembering it is mm-hmm. the um the final demon who is one of the 12 kizuki but he's the like the bottom like he's the lowest one like the lower 12 or something or uh-huh. he's like one of the lowest ones but this is like tanjiro's oh, like yeah. biggest fight and this is beautiful he, there's like themes of like familial like like family abuse and um things like that which is you know what's tanjiro's fighting against like and this demon's like, he kind of forgets what that, he forgets what love is completely. And he confuses love with power and like being more dominant over your family members. And like he confuses them, mm-hmm. their fear for love. And Tanjiro, after kind of sort of beating him with assistance from one of the 12 Hashira, Giyu, Tomioka, um, this demon kind of starts remembering. He's like, "Oh, that's not love. I've I've been confusing it this whole time, you know, mm-hmm. for what I've been doing to this family, who's not my family. I just kind of yeah. created them and made them kind of bend to my will. And I thought that's what love was. But he kind of remembers what true family is and what love means within a family setting. And I, that's probably one of my favorite ones. I think it's really nice. And that whole fight scene, episode 19 is like the one that got Demon Slayer trending. It was one of the highest selling manga at that point after episode 19 dropped. Um, so being that in that time when it was live, the show is yeah. coming out every week. It was insane because like that arc was pretty crazy. And um, episode 19 is like that episode where Tanjiro like is like really fighting to protect Nezuko and like yeah. a lot of the other demon slayers here that have died. Um, the animation is just insane. He uses his dad's, uh, Kagura. Um, I believe it's what it's called. And, uh, I don't remember. Yeah. It's, um, it's such a beautiful anime and like to kind of branch into the movie, the, um, the final episodes of the anime shows Tanjiro actually meeting the head of the demon slayer corpse who are mm-hmm. the 12 Hashira and the main leader, who I'm blanking on his name, um, but Just it's calling the master. For master, now. yeah, the master for sure. And we get to see like these very colorful characters, and like where Tanjiro and his group, like Zenitsu and and uh, Inosuke and and um, Nezuko, could possibly be ending up in, like as Hashira. Like this is where we're kind of leading to, and it's really cool to see them all. They all hate Nezuko, and basically the whole. Yeah show is like you know tanjiro hiding nezuko from people and from like making sure that no one sees her like unnecessarily Mm -hmm. and so he's like very afraid for the demon slayers to see him traveling with a uh, a demon is almost like taboo yeah the demon slayer 
core is livelihood is to dis- destroy demons. So the fact that Tanjiro is traveling with a demon, they think like, oh, well, this is not your sister. Like, why are you like still traveling with her? Like, she's like a demon who no longer remembers who her family was. They, but, they don't make that uh, but, discernment. Basically. Yeah, they don't. They just automatically start uh, assuming that she's like every other demon that they fight. But there's uh there's something different about Nezuko. And to be honest, like we're like a season in and who knows if even like in season two, they'll finally start to hint at like how it is that Nezuko has been able to be different from these other demons, mm-hmm. you know, um, they test her fortitude because oh, yeah. most demons, they have to survive off human blood. And the way she survives is she has like some sort of like weird special aura about her that she can survive without consuming human blood. She can survive off just sleep alone. So if she sleeps, she sometimes sleeps for months at a time. But if she sleeps, she's good. She's good and rejuvenated, unlike most demons where they have to consume human blood. Yeah. So um, I have a theory, though, that like the main demon, I forget his name. uh, Muzan. Muzan. Mm -hmm. I think obviously he knows that this might be a possibility, but he might never tell like any demon because otherwise maybe he would have like maybe no demons. He, maybe he made a mistake and he doesn't want to seem as imperfect. Maybe. Because when he stands over the other demons and every time we've seen him, it's always him like being insanely powerful and like yeah. dominating over certain demons and that he's given them their blood and stuff or his own blood. But like he never wants to come off as imperfect. And when someone challenges him, he just automatically he says like, him. he goes, why do you assume that I'm wrong? I'm never wrong. Basically. Yeah. He's very much like a self-indulged. And yeah. So that's my theory. Yeah. Maybe he made I've a mistake had, with her, you know, and maybe he like gave her some ability that he didn't mean to. Maybe, uh, maybe he planted that. We don't know. We, there were still pretty decently far. Yeah. Um, the anime adapts volumes one through seven of, one through six of Demon Slayer, six and a half, and volume seven and eight is the movie, um, which is adapted. So there's only 23 volumes. So I'm predicting a couple more seasons, maybe one movie or two along the way. But um, we shall see. It's going to be crazy. But like, so the ending is about Tanjiro kind of learning about, you know, the Hashira and the order and how things work. Um, we meet all the, the Hashira and especially the one that we are meant to kind of see the most is... Uh, Kyojiro Rengoku and he is the flame Hashira and yep. he's the most important one going into the movie because the last thing that we get before the show ends is um, the master tells Tanjiro and his group go aid Rengoku on this train when there's a mission there's these demons that kill people on the train make sure you go with them and um, we gotta get this uh, scene and the anime ends and the movie picks up literally exactly where it ended yeah like it uses beautiful. even like the almost the exact same scenes of the end of the an, of the anime series mm-hmm. um there's like a a different opener in the movie but like after that little opening scene is done then you go into the scene where like they're hopping onto the train and it's like almost basically exactly the same thing from the anime yeah minus the cool theme song that they put at the end of the anime but that's yeah. all good so it's so a funny thing about anime movies. I've seen like plenty, like a lot of the My Hero ones mm-hmm. and Dragon Ball. Most anime movies are not canon to the series. So they are just one offs. Ah. They have nothing to do. They're individual stories. 
So most anime movies I've ever seen, like you watch them, there's no consequences or anything. But watching this is like one of the first ones besides like Dragon Ball Super. It's like Brawly. with like Pokemon, like it always like bugged me. They have how, nothing like, to do with the series. Yeah, like the the movies are always so cool. They give the legendary Pokemon this like psychic voice, and then like on the series, it's like where did the cool voice go? Yeah, you know exactly. they're not as cool in the series as they were in the movie. Exactly. So this uh, this is a super nice change of pace and something very new, where the story of the movie is literally being told within the same context of the anime and it's yeah. a continuation on that and the end of season two uh, or the beginning of season two of the anime picks up right when the movie's going to leave off when we get the uh, season two of the anime this year mm -hmm. which is like something beyond me so this there's more of an urgency to see this movie because if you don't see this movie you can't just jump into season two. You're missing yeah. a little. Yeah, there's good literally chunk a of the good movie. bridge here. Yeah, and like so, it's nice. <laughs> I like how you said it uh, when in like conversations that we've had before. How this movie felt like two movies in one. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. We're gonna talk about movie A and then movie B within the movie. But we'll talk about like it kind of felt like a manga, and we, we yeah we yeah. talked about this, mm -hmm. but. So jumping right into the movie, we enter this Mugen train, but kind of like at the end of the season of the anime, Muzan gives, uh, he kills like a lot of the lower ranks of the demons because they're super weak and they're kind of all testing him. And there's one that kind of is like very much like down. He's like, kill me. I'm down. Like, I'm down to die. I want to die. By and you. Muzan, yeah. And Muzan's like, hmm, kind of gives him a bunch of his blood. Boom. We, we now know that this is the next like villain for the movie that we were getting. Um, I didn't know that it was for a movie. Like, mm -hmm. I was just like, this is the next villain for, like, season two. Okay, okay, okay. At yeah. the time. Yeah. And then you were like, there might be a movie, but I was like, oh, cool. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I mean, you know, going in, I knew going in anyway that this was the villain for the movie. I was like, okay, I'm curious what he's going to do. So we get this, like, um, lower one is, is, is what he's considered as. Which is weird. I don't understand the, the, the moon rankings of the... Um, me neither. That still confuses me. I will. We will learn those, I'm sure, eventually. But we're watching the movie. Tanjiro and them uh, are aboard this train. Inosuke thinks it's a demon because they don't really. They're not really accustomed to modern technology and modern and, and like a modernized society. They kind of live in like old feudal Japan type areas and yeah. stuff like that. So seeing modernized things is just like something they're not used to. It looks like Zenitsu's the only one who's like aware of what these things are yeah and like you guys have never left your like hut or something or, <laughs> you know the way he kind of talks which is funny because like zenitsu is like the most nervous of them all so mm -hmm. you would think that he would be the least like traveled of them yeah, all Yeah, exactly but he, he seems to have like tons of experience under his belt yeah. more than the anime has led us to believe so far his body tends to just do all the work for him he's a <laughs> he's a freaking badass yeah in he this is movie. yeah zenitsu is insane but so kind of going on, they get on this train and Inosuke's interaction with the train anytime he's like jumping around and goofing off in the train's hilarious. Yeah, he's so goofy. They meet Rengoku. Um, tasty. Yeah. Tasty. Tasty. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds, he reminds me a lot of like All Might Mirio and his like demeanor and the way he speaks out loud mm. um, and talks, the way he projects his voice. It gives me major like All Might vibes if you've seen My Hero Academia for those of you out there. Um He's funny, and so we get to see how very quirky and weird he actually is, and not yeah. And and opposed to the the, the portrayal in the end of the first season, he just seemed like a like he was one of the first ones to say, "I don't agree with you, Master, about Nezuko. I think we should kill her." 
and he was like you know kind of comes off as sort of like a like an asshole a little bit you know and a little a little bit of that you know ending of the first season i was like oh this guy's kind of even going into the movie i was like this guy's kind of a like a jerk he doesn't seem like that cool i'm curious <laughs> the da- dynamic is but then we meet him he's just like this big goofball of a yeah. guy and he's like immediately like the master is okay with nezuko then you know i'm okay with nezuko he's like i'm you know i'm good for now yeah uh, i won't cause any problems to you guys and it's like super easy he calls it like a boarhead boy of yellow or something like that or yellow boy or something. yellow boy or something yeah boy, something. <laughs> he, calls he has the, like weird names for yeah, all of them and then he calls you know demon girl but he calls uh, tanjiro tanjiro um, no, ka, 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 what's, uh, what's that word with the K? Oh, it, it's he basically calls him his uh, pupil. But yeah, it's in Japanese. I forgot what the exact name is, it's but K. it's like it's like it's what they call people like the demon slayers, like the younger ones. Yeah, they're like like Shinobu has that girl, and she's her like. Yeah, he basically underling. calls them their pa- his padawans, his but padawans. in the in, in demon slayer. Yeah, I think it's uh, it might be verbiage. Japanese for underling or something like that. Uh, I might have to look into it in a bit, but um, yeah, he basically immediately takes him under or takes them under his wing. He's like, I'm done to train you guys. Like, yeah. he's like, you guys could be my young, you know, pad ones for, for us not remembering the actual term. Um, underling. There's like the funniest scenes though. Like after this crazy uh, opening uh, battle happens, mm-hmm. like all three of the guys, Tanjiro, <laughs> uh, Zenitsu and, you know, scared. They're just like being such like <laughs> they're just being such fools, and yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love when they kind of are very. They're like, like gawking over him. Yeah, they um they the they very much like see how strong he is, and he just and we kind of yeah. we in this movie we get to see the true strength of the Hashira because we've seen Giyu flex, but like Giyu's not even really trying. So against that like other demon from the end of the season that oh, final yeah. demon that they face, yeah, yeah, Giyu yeah. fights him and takes him out like one shot. He uses uh, water breathing, tenth form, calm or something like that. Something I don't remember. Yeah, like but... something calm, and um, he like just kind of like easily just silently slices that demon's head off, and we're like, okay, we're kind of you know we see how strong he is, but we don't really know his capacity. Yeah, we don't know his limits, like how strong he actually is compared to like a really high level demon. So I've always been curious of like how strong these Hashira are, and and in this movie we get the one of their capacities about how exactly strong they are. Yeah, but that we'll talk about that at the end. But we get a glimpse of Hash of um of Rengoku's power as he's just zipping in and out in between you know the uh, carts, the yep. train carts. Um, and that's really cool to see. And they're like, uh, they're like, what in the world? They're like yeah. very much fanboying, fanboying yeah, like, over him. Uh, so, um, how do they say something? Big bro. Big bro. Yeah. They're calling him big yeah. bro. That's funny. There's another anime where they do that. They call them big bro or something. Um, I can't remember which one it is. It's very like pupil like that also disciple, uh, underling, but, um, under ruse, um, yeah, basically. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> To kind of like not dwell on the movie for too long, we can kind of break it down super quickly. This demon has a blood demon art that allows him to put people under a trance or a dream like sleep. Yeah. Basically, you could put them to sleep and he can produce any dream that he wants for them. Yeah. So he basically what he likes to do is give them their most desired like memory or, or dream. You know, yeah, he wants that, to give them like whatever makes them the happiest. Like yeah, that's what he, he wants will produce to, that dream for them. Yeah. And so him doing that kind of allows him to draw. Basically, he's stalling to try to kind of 
combine his yeah we didn't realize train yeah we didn't realize this throughout the entire time mm-hmm. until he reveals it after tanjiro yeah. like slices his head off and tanjiro and then the demon like starts giving his death monologue quote unquote who's not really dying and just kind of goes like you're wondering why i'm still alive why my head is like this and things like that and then he goes like well while you guys were all sleeping i was fusing myself with this train so now my actual body is this entire train and so like yeah that was that was crazy i did not expect that <laughs> yeah i wasn't sure how they were going to kind of play off that because i was like i know he's not dead but yeah how, what are they going to do um so yeah i mean it's cool to kind of see the desires of of and the the inner the dreams of these characters it's mm-hmm. unfortunate and sad that we get um tanjiro kind of reuniting with his family and he's like unsure yeah. if this is even a dream and he eventually figures it out um tanjiro's dream is to like be with nezuko and like prance around with her and you know <laughs> that's super funny to, to see. not tanjiro zenitsu zenitsu excuse me yeah excuse me yeah that's what i was I mean. like wait up that's uh <laughs> that's siblings there yeah, hold up exactly it's not star wars um <laughs> but uh so Zenitsu's dream is to prance around with like Nezuko and stuff and then we get Inosuke whose dream is to just be the leader of this group and he, he calls it like uh, with like some weird like he pictures them as like too. animals like he is because he wears a boar head he wears the uh the hide of uh god of the mountain or something like that on his head <laughs> so he like pictures that. like Tanjiro he, he doesn't know their name so he says it wrong but like they're like animals just like he is um, and it's funny because he like especially has like a like a connection to Nezuko. She's like his like follower or something. Like, yeah. It's very funny. She's like a bunny, but so Inosuke is just like a wild, insane like fantasy of him just being the leader of this like four, group of four that they have. Yep. Um, and then uh, Rengoku's is is pretty heartbreaking too to to want the approval of his father, who was the uh, the previous Flame Hashira, and. Um, his father just tells him that you'll never amount to anything just like I won't. And basically like I, I'm down, I'm bringing you with me to his own son. Yeah. And it's up to Rengoku to go up to his younger brother who kind of looks exactly like him and to be that father figure and saying, it doesn't matter what dad thinks, you know, I'm, you will train hard and you will, whatever you put your heart to basically, you know, you can do that and they never tell us in that dream like exactly what happened or in the entire movie for that matter like why his his dad is like that that. but then at the end of the movie like it kind of feels like we're gonna be told in season two yeah i'm 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 assuming we're gonna get it in future seasons because we'll talk about that what happens and when he tells tanjiro at the end of the movie but to kind of continue forward um nezuko wakes up she's the only one not in this trance dream or whatever she's a demon yeah she's well they didn't even know she was there to connect the thing to her in the first place and she didn't have a ticket to click so she wouldn't have i mean maybe she wouldn't have fallen asleep anyway but she never went through the ritual anyway so since she was in the box so she comes out and she's adorable she's in her little baby form um (laughs) tiny form and uh it's obviously the most adorable thing on the planet (laughs) um and uh her headbutting tanjiro is really funny but like to you know speed through it quicker uh she ends up waking tanjiro up or or tanjiro kind of um she wakes up his his senses because like this entire time he's asleep and she's he still feels like he's in the stream and then finally like he uh she like flames him up and then he he like realizes something odd 
And yeah, so then <laughs> so little he, by little, he has to come to the realization that he's dreaming and that his family this is really still dead. Cool and, scene of him in his dream, and right before he fig- he doesn't really figure out how to get out. His dad, oh yeah, shows up. That was crazy. And I'm like, I'm the mystery of his father is like the most curious thing. Like I don't understand like what factor his father plays if his dad is like imbued in his like memory or his dad can talk to him from the afterlife like i truly don't understand what role his father plays but his father shows up in his dream and tells him what you need to cut is in your reach yeah and tanjiro ends up chopping his own he kills himself in his dream wakes him up in the real world yep we get the movie going he goes on top fights the demon the demon ends up being imbued with the train itself so um you know after fighting him he kind of gets uh lost he ends up uh, inosuke ends up waking up by um nezuko literally just has him lit on fire yeah the whole time and he just wakes up from it he just like rips like up. nothing he's just like it's funny because he just rips up out of the top of the yeah. train and he and tanjiro tells him like um the the, the, the train is a, the is a demon and he's like <laughs> I knew it <laughs> like the whole time. It is so funny. Cause he basically calls the de- the train a demon at the beginning of the movie yeah. or at the end of the season too. Uh, so that's hilarious. That callback. Um, we get more like of them trying to figure out like where he is. Um, then we get this like nice scene of them, like in the train, like fighting off like the demons, like bubble gummy. Like it's weird. I hate the way it looks, but it's all good. This is like what every anime movie does. <laughs> Big CGI blob thing. And it's fine. Um, it works for, for what it is. And it kind of does it sort of clever. So I'm not super mad at it, but, and then we, Rengoku wakes up and finally after a little while, mm-hmm. um, he kind of, his instincts are kind of the craziest. Cause he's like, ends up like, choking one of the the young girls that um that the demon kind of hired or kind of put up to kind of uh attack their spiritual core and granted he's still sleeping he's sleeping and he like his instincts take over he just like grabs her and like he's about to like kill her and like so his instincts have been playing he's like definitely the most instinctual and strongest one by far Mm -hmm. um and it's uh cool because then he shows up and tells tanjiro i'll handle the five carts in the back your sister and the yellow boy will handle the three and yep. like sings the netsu like and it's funny because the netsu never wakes up the entire time he's asleep for he kind of sort of 70 percent of the movie bit. he's asleep yeah that's true because even the demon guy at the end when he dies he says that boy never even woke up from my spell and because he is just asleep the whole time, yeah, that's and true. that's how Zenitsu fights. He fights asleep. So yeah, it's him, like he has like, like an alter like it's alter his body. Like his he learns sleep. this stuff, but his body instinctually almost like picks up like exactly what's going on. So it's crazy to see like Zenitsu, um, like ne- Nezuko gets caught by the demon, and she's like about to get ripped apart. Even though she wouldn't even die if that happened, because she is a demon demons can't kill other demons unless your moves on so she wasn't right. in r- any real danger by any means but yeah. it's still cool to see zanitsu come to the rescue yeah and he just looks like a badass and it's the first time that he looks that she's seen him ever do this that any of the four characters other the three excuse me because it's I funny because tanjiro's never seen him fight no tanjiro's never seen him fight inosuke's never seen him fight 
now as up up to the movie, Nezuko is the only one of their friends that has seen him in action. And it's funny because she can't even talk. So she can't even tell everyone. She's kind of in love with him after that. Yeah. So she sees him and he's like zipping in and out of like three different carts, like destroys three different carts on his own. And um, he kind of like, wakes up Ooh. afterwards, though, because he like does this like he doesn't wake up as as more of he's like starts like actually like going back to his regular sleep state. Yeah. Um, and then Nezuko kind of goes like, wait, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's really nice to see Rengoku tells, you know, and it's I love the teamwork that we get towards like the middle half of this movie with Inosuke and Tanjiro finding the the spine and the 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 nape of this demon um it's funny cuz Tanjiro keeps having to wake up from being put under a sleeping spell from him um and Inosuke uh his instincts don't allow him to go to sleep like he's yeah. able to like look away since he's wearing this boar hide or whatever mm-hmm. um so it's super fun we get this whole action set piece and it's really sick to see them work together and how much Inosuke is like as much as he is like hard headed and kind of and and um he kind of does things his own way he like he does cares like about it, non- yeah he cares about Tanjiro yeah he's like in, I'll listen to you in the movie like I felt like he grew a lot he grew so much which is kind of weird because throughout the entire se- series of season one I felt like there was still like some development that needed to be done for him to be a little bit more connected with Zenitsu and Tanjiro. But in this movie, um, I just, don't know if it's just the experience and the thrill that he had of being on that train. And then like, it might've, yeah, it might've been the heat of battle but, that where he's like, that I don't, too, I don't but want like, any of you to die. You yeah. Know? He was just like super, not super different, but he was definitely out of, out of what we saw in season one, which is yeah. a nice, there's still, there's still pieces yeah, there's of still, him yeah, being, pieces, yeah, being but, funny. And, but um, it's like, it's still like different. Like the whole, like him working together with Tanjiro because Tanjiro suggests something like mm-hmm. in the series, like, he doesn't that's, want, that's not a bad idea. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> he still, doesn't ever want to do anything that Tanjiro says yeah, in the series. But exactly. in this one, he was like, not bad. All yeah. right. Let's I go think after kind of that big battle at the end of season one, he's, you know, and, um, you know, he comes around and it, it takes a little bit of time, but he comes around, of course. But um, they beat the demon at the end. Tanjiro uses his dad's Kagura to uh, to beat the demon. And he's like exhausted. The demon gives like, you know, another one of those little demon monologues. But this one's different. They don't yeah. get us to empathize with this one. Maybe because also, it's a Kizuki. Yeah, probably. Also, yeah. Um, right before, right before uh, they kill the demon the conductor stabs tanjiro so he's yeah hurt, so he's really hurt by the way yeah he's like a punctured like stomach yeah. or something you yeah know, something really bad he definitely hurt an organ of tanjiro's and i like this anime because when they get hurt they get hurt yeah. you know they're way more durable than regular humans but mm-hmm. still like when they get hurt they get hurt they destroy the demon aka the train and the train goes like collapsing everywhere and rengoku you can only assume just like minimize the damage you know and it saved a lot of people because he could zip in and out of like everywhere so i'm sure he got most people to safety you know yeah um but you're saying how this demon's monologue was different it was definitely was different, different. it yeah. wasn't the we don't get the sympathetic uh but tanjiro mm-hmm. doesn't like look at him in his eyes or anything it's just like this is like one of the 12 kizuki and you can almost assume that they are not like regular demons and no. they're something very different so yeah um yeah, maybe it's maybe it's just you know we don't need to sympathize. Maybe they don't literally have anything for these ones to be sympathized over. 
um, they become less human as the they're more of a Kizuki, I suppose. But mm-hmm. it's just a kind of an interesting thing that I recognize. But <sighs> movie one ends where um, the the ending of movie one End is, is where Rangoku starts like poking Tanjiro in the forehead, telling him focus your breathing. Yeah, control the, the stop the bleeding. You know, really, you can stop it if you control your breathing. And yeah. we end the movie there. And I'm like, cool. Sweet. I was like, yeah, it felt like an ending. So this is what happened when I saw it the first time, because I saw it a couple days earlier than Rafa and a bunch of our group went. Um, I saw it and I looked at my phone and I was like, this movie is two hours long. We still have half an hour left. What are we going to do? Is it just like them? Like, and I remember in my head, I saw the trailers and I was like, wait, Rengoku was like bleeding in one of these. He's not bleeding at all. And I kind of like, you know, I'm like, oh, no there's like someone else coming and i don't know who it was and so i just put it together like really quickly and then you get this like intense like movie b starts basically and you get this intense pressure in the air and like they both feel it tanjiro and and, uh rengoku and rengoku like turns around and you see like the beads of one of uh, the other 12 kizuki that he was hinting at earlier in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. like gets these like, like a, visual flashbacks and they, we, the audience gets to see like some of the silhouettes of the other Kizuki and you see one particular with beads on his shoulder and then they show him again with like these lion tattoos on his body. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, I have a bit, I have a bad feeling about that one right there. And he shows up and I'm like, Oh no, this is bad. I was like, this is like one of the, I don't know what he was, but I knew he was one of the big boys. And yep. his first reaction yep. is to kill Tanjiro, and he rushes Tanjiro, tries to like Ring, yeah. slice his head, and, and then, Goku yep. flexing, he like reacts like quick. slices his arm, slices his arm, and it like. It but looks then like, he immediately like, like whips it back. In yeah, place, we know most of the demons have like some sort of regeneration ability, but like this one is like a way better at regenerating his body. He mm-hmm. could do it in an instant, as opposed to the other ones takes a little bit of longer of a time. Yep. Um. Movie B is a crazy fight between the upper three um, Kizuki and one of the best Hashira that there is. And this is like the first time in the series and what I've been wanting to see is a Hashira go all out. And I was like, what does this look like? And this movie showed us what it looks like. And this fight between um, the upper three and... It was crazy. Rengoku was absolutely insane. It was such a treat. And it was, it almost, you know, they feel like two completely different entities because they, they don't set up this demon concretely in any way. Nope. He nope. just shows up and they start fighting. And um, it, it, me and Rafa were talking and it felt very much like a manga where I, you know, I'm reading the Dragon Ball Super manga and one arc ends and within the same volume, another arc just begins. Like there's no breather in between stuff Mm -hmm. it's just boom boom and so that's what the movie felt like it felt like boom boom and in the manga it's volume seven and goes to volume eight boom boom and um the adaptation anyway so seeing this this fight was beautiful it's the best in the series by far i think so you get what you want and seeing rengoku like what does this guy look like going all out and like how does he look like when he's being pressed yep and with the pressure on him and you just see that this demon is like out of his or the Hashir, like even Rengoku. It's just like nothing he's doing is working. He's not able to get to the neck. 
He's like just slicing up his body, but he can just rip it back in pieces yeah. and put it back together. Crazy. Like, in like no he would time. chop off like his arms and then he just grow them like right yeah, back. Right I'd be back. like, whoa, that's crazy. Exactly. So they're like moving super lightning quick. And like Tanjiro's kind of like seeing this happening upside down. And then Inosuke is also right there Shows kind up. of with, with Tanjiro. And he's like, I want to step in, but. They're moving so fast, and I'm afraid that if I just move in, I'm just going to get in the I'm way, and I'll gonna, just die. Like, I'll just die if I jump in. Yeah. It's crazy because we've seen, like, Zenitsu and them, like, in Tanjiro fight, like, other demons. And, like, you could see everything that's happening. But the way they portray the speed and power of the Hashira Jeez. is, like, to the point where you, the human eye, their human eye can't keep up with mm-hmm. what's happening. And I really love that they upscaled this. And I really loved the power of, like, seeing them being, like, going all out. Um, everything that Rengoku did is just was beautiful. And you feel for him. And at the yep. end of this fight, um, towards the end, Rengoku um, gets stabbed through the stomach <sighs> with the arm of the upper three. And... We get a nice little flashback of uh, Rengoku, and he is talking to his mother, and his mother says, you know why you're stronger than the rest is because you're meant to protect people, and you should use that power to protect people, and it's like this really beautiful like flashback scene, and if you watch anime, you know if a, an enemy, if like a hero gets a flashback um, in the midst of battle, they're either about to do something crazy and really win or they're about to die <laughs> there's no in between <laughs> they're either about <laughs> to really turn up and destroy or they're about to die so i'm like i think he's gonna i don't think he's gonna li-. he has his they're very human in the way they take damage so yeah. him having an entire arm through his stomach coming out the back is you already know that he's oh i was like you know it just it whelms you up and it and it kind of uh it definitely hurt to see my first time. I was like, oh, no. I was, like, you know, emotional watching mm-hmm. those final, like, things go. And then we get back to the fight. And um, Rengoku, um, actually, this is, like, right before they do this. Like, Rengoku, like, has, like, bleeding in his eyes, eyes shut. Um, he punctured a rib. And so this is, like, right before through the arm. He gives this, like, monologue. He's like, I'm going to... Um, finish the duty that I've started. I won't let anybody die here while I'm still here. He's like, I'm the Flame Hashira Kojiro Rengoku. And he like uses like this flame breathing esoteric art. And he then he unleashes their, they unleash their final attacks on each other. Yeah. And, and that's, that's when the, you, you see know, after stomach, the debris. Yeah. yeah. Stomach go through the arm and stuff. Um, he uses his like last thing uh, as the demon tries to pull his arm out. He holds the demon's arm. The demon tries to like, kind of do something with his other arm he grabs the other arm i think yeah and he's like rengoku is rengoku's like, like trying to, to like chop his head chop off. his head off he's like slowly bringing the sword through and then the um, demon just cowards and rips his arms off so the he sees the sun rise up and to demons the sun yeah. is their worst enemy so as soon as he sees the sun he goes i can't fight anymore i'm gonna die no matter what and um so Inosuke and Tanjiro try their best to attack him while um, Kyojiro is holding him back. Uh, it, he rips his arm out of uh, Rengoku, the demon anyway, and starts running into the forest. Yeah. Tanjiro, kind of last-ditch effort, um, gets his sword and throws uses his dad's right Kagero, throws it right through his back. 
and starts like just talking mad ish to the to the demon saying you're a coward rengoku won this you ran um and the guy's like he's like i'm not running from you you idiot i'm running from the sun um and he he's like you you see like tanjiro gets so emotional because he knows that rengoku's dead and mm-hmm. he's you know it's so emotional to hear him just yell this monologue at or like this dialogue at the demon he goes he's and he kind of says he's like He's like, you notice that, you know, we come to you at night. He's like, we're not afraid of you, demons. He's like, we fight you at your strongest at night. We don't look for you during the day. He's like, um, so, which is very true, that they don't look for the demons during the day. True. Um, and so, it's just such a nice monologue. And then we get this, like, scene where Rengoku com- is trying his best to comfort Tanjiro and Inosuke. And as he's, like, as Tanjiro's, like, crying on his knees in tears in front of Rengoku, a dying Rengoku. Rengoku sees his mom in the back and he basically just asks his mom, like, did I do okay? Did I do enough? And that, that like, as soon as he goes, like he notices his mom, there's this moment where he notices his mom. She just smiles at him. And he goes, Oh, like he sees her. And I'm like, I was like, Oh man, I was crying, dude. I was in the first time. I didn't cry the second or third time. Cause I've already seen it. I experienced it. But the first time, I was an emotional wreck. Joe here, same as <laughs> same as me, um, and it was uh, it was beautiful. It's just such a fantastic movie. The end of the movie on Inosuke trying to like pump up <laughs> Tanjiro. He's like, "Well, he believed in us, so let's let's put that to work. Let's show him that he wasn't wrong about us." And um, that's where we end the Demon Slayer Mugen Train movie. Such a fun oh, movie. I haven't seen a movie at the theaters in a long time other than Godzilla versus Kong. I saw this three times. It was so much fun. I, I I missed the fun of having a movie theater experience, especially with anime, which is like one of my favorite things ever in anime in general. So, um, yeah. Any, any like last thoughts maybe on, on demon slayer as a whole and maybe what we're looking forward to in season two and maybe what we rank this movie out of 10. Do that. I rank this movie a ten out of ten. 10, 10. To be honest, yeah. this was such a beautiful movie. I don't see any movie beating this for like my movies of the year when I rank those at the end of the year. I don't see anything topping this. Um, I don't know my my movie my movie criteria is way different than yours, so yeah, it could be different. <laughs> but I yeah. definitely loved this movie. I had a great time. Uh, yeah, everything about it was so new to me. So. To see my first anime movie was fun. Like, this was my first movie that I watched subbed. So, I first watched it subbed because I was like, okay, I saw the, sh- the series subbed, so I have to watch it subbed. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we went a second time, you and I, your third time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we saw it dubbed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this is so nice, too, mm-hmm. like this. And, <laughs> and uh, they were just so... They were just so well done, these movies. The character development, I felt, was well-paced. I didn't feel like there was any slow moments. Sometimes there's slow moments in movies, and you're just kind of like, probably could have done without this scene. Mm-hmm. But for me, everything about this movie was so so purposeful. And, uh, well, I mean, I only had, like, one thing that I was like, well, the master didn't really do much for me, like, just to have him at the beginning and at the end. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it was still fine. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to... Number one, is Tanjiro going to be in trouble for having lost his sword again by that swordsman? <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Number yeah, two. Definitely, definitely will. Yeah. Number two. He's going to get um, chewed out for sure. 
I want to know why the hell that demon even appeared out of nowhere. So I hope mm-hmm. they tell us, like, because he just kind of, like, popped out of nowhere for mm-hmm. me. Okay. Those are um, your questions going into season two. Yeah. Uh, Anything else? I want to know what the main demon is going to think about all of this because he did not show up at all in this movie. So to And there will be repercussions, yeah. especially to the upper three for not winning. The oh, fight. yeah. So I'm curious if we'll even see the other demon or he'll get another chance. Cause yeah, so we'll see what happens. Very with that. short straw on this Muzon guy. And I'm curious to see also where Tanjiro, what, what, uh, what Tanjiro is going to go through since uh, Rengoku asked him to go to his, his family's home. Mm-hmm. So I want to know what he's going to find in there. I know that you and I had some theories about like maybe their their dads like might have worked together or something. Because I can't claim that theory. That's Irene's theory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Irene's the one that's that Irene's mentioned. Theory. Yeah. But I you, would never, you shared I would, that with yes, me. You I shared that with me. So yeah, shout out is, to Irene. Shout out yeah, to Irene for Irene's having that theory. theory is that Tanjiro's dad and, and Rengoku's dad were both buddies, really good friends. And she said that maybe um, when Tanjiro's dad died, that maybe it was like maybe he blamed himself, you know, Rengoku's dad and just stopped being a demon slayer. And for that reason, maybe. So it's a good theory, Irene. But I don't trust her sometimes because sometimes she reads ahead and she just says stuff and just like knows it already. So let's hope that she's not... She's not, that's not in this case. I love her to death, but yeah, she, um, but yeah. So anyway, so, so I'm curious to see what that's going to do for Tanjiro and going in there. I'm curious to see more of, uh, Zenitsu and Nezuko and Inosuke Mm -hmm. after all of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to know what Zenitsu is going to say since he was basically asleep for all of this movie. Yeah. He like woke up like, huh? Upper three. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> like he's like okay, but um. So okay. it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be season fun, two is gonna be a good time. And to see hopefully more of the Hashira, and to see more maybe of those upper third demons that we didn't get to see in that movie, but that were also teased in there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, for me too. Ten out of ten. What I'm very much looking forward to is uh, learning about the differences between flame breathing and fire breathing. I really want to know the differences between those. And, um, Rengoku doesn't know, but he just suggests for him to go to his family's home and to talk to, and to maybe see Tanjiro. And if Irene's theory is correct, when Rengoku's dad sees Tanjiro, it, he might get a reaction out of him. You know, um, it might Tanjiro, if any, if that, theory's true Tanjiro will be the only person who will be able to talk to him maybe talk some sense into him Mm. um so we'll see hopefully that's the case I'm excited to see the differences between flame and fire breathing and um I really hope that Tanjiro in the future becomes both the flame and water Hashira that would be (laughs) super sweet maybe taking up two maybe he's so strong that he can be both um in the future maybe like season four or five down the line um that would be sick. They hint, they hint at him being good at both. Um, but he won't be the flame Hashira. He'd be the fire Hashira, um, which would be pretty cool. Um, and I really want to get more of the Hashiras. I want to learn more about them. Yeah. I believe the next Hashira, from what I've noticed, it might be the sound. He's the only one that talks in this movie. Um, so I think the sound Hashira might be the next important Hashira that we kind of come across in the series. Um he is the only one that has anything to say about Rengoku other than Giyu. 
And obviously, I want to yeah. see more Giyu because Giyu's like my favorite Hashira still. It's unfair. With only when we've seen him do stuff in the series. And Rengoku's the new favorite just because we saw him in the anime. And <laughs> the sacrificial stuff is obviously takes a bigger yeah. precedence over anything Giyu's done. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to learn more about Tanjiro's father leading forward. I don't know if we'll get any more. Uh, Zenitsu or Inosuke kind of backstory, but I would love to know where Inosuke came from and learn that maybe this beast breathing is like like its own thing, and it's cool because in the future, you know how like the main the main uh, kind of like um, breathing techniques branched off to other breathing techniques. Yeah. The beast one is its own thing. So if we get like a beast Hashira, <laughs> that would be funny. That'd be in crazy. the future. Um, so those are the things that I'm curious about, but that's probably going to be this episode of uh, Weeboo Hour part, like whatever we've done. Um, <laughs> Rafa never does any of the Weeboo Hour stuff. He usually just produces it, but now Rafa's on his first Weeboo Hour episode. Yeah, I guess so. so huh? Weeboo Hour, Demon Slayer, that's a wrap on that. We both loved it. If you haven't seen Demon Slayer, we spoiled the whole thing, but it, I swear it's insanely good anime for one season that it has. Um, the movie's fantastic. Go see that if you haven't. Take your friends, introduce your family members to it or whoever. Yep, yep. If we did warn you though, so yes. Y- also, y- if you've never seen anime, this is also one I really recommend to people who have never seen one because it's really well done and beautiful. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's gonna be it. Any last words, Rafa? That's it for me. Cool. Well. That's gonna be it for me too. Ten out of ten. Go see Moog and Train Demon Slayer in theaters. Go make some money so we can get more anime movies at Please. the movie theater. Um, that's gonna be it for me, guys. Uh, Peace out. That's a wrap.